Baseball Money is Fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Welcome to Baseball Money is Fake. A fantasy baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blake Meyer, and it is Tuesday, and the weather sucks, but baseball is great. And as always, I am here with my man, Ryan Gilbert. How are you doing today, Ryan? Uh, I'm doing good. I, was, I mean, we had just a whirlwind of information here before we hop on. Uh, Jeff Passon just tweeted, the Angels are placing Giolito, Matt Moore, Renato Lopez, Hunter Renfro, and Randall Gritchick on waivers. Uh, huge playoff potential, huge potential playoff implications. All can be claimed by teams for free on Thursday. So there, there's no more uh, waiver trades. So they're not going to get anything back. Just a salary dump by the Angels, who are just pinching pennies here, trying to you know save every every penny they can to uh, hopefully re-sign Otani. But yeah, it, it's going to be reverse order of record. So the best, the worst teams have the best chance of these guys. But yeah, I, I could see. I mean, we'll talk about it more on Thursday or, or Friday when these guys are at their new teams. But huge implications in the fantasy baseball world, even what, depending on where these guys go. Yeah, yeah, some of these are pretty big names too. Like Giolito's a pretty big fantasy relevant name, even though he struggled a bit this year. Hunter Renfro has huge power, so wherever he goes, mm-hmm. just imagine Hunter Ren Hunter Renfro signs with Cincinnati Reds. That would be oh. just fucking or Colorado Rockies. For all those playoff games in Colorado, Whew. that that could be huge. Uh, we'll talk more about that on Thursday, like you said, because I have a feeling that those bigger names are going to get signed immediately. Well, like, it, the it, it, that they're ready, there's not going to be like some week long. Well, yeah, no, it, it's I, through I, waivers. I teams, teams have teams have to put the waiver claim in by Thursday, and oh yeah, whoever has yeah, the yeah. highest waiver order get them so yeah by by thursday we're gonna know i can't i don't know what happens at this point if they clear waivers if they become free agents i don't think so because when that happened back when there was a waiver trades were possible but yeah who knows i I have to imagine all those guys even matt moore has been a a solid reliever as much as i hated him on the phillies so (laughs) that's going to be something definitely to keep an eye on over the over the next two days about you know reports of who might be claiming who and and this uh changes the fantasy value of these guys yeah, speaking of fantasy value, guys, and keeping an eye on them, uh, uh, if you guys are new to the program, welcome. Please follow uh, and hit the like button or whatever it is you have on your podcast streaming platform. It goes a long way to helping us out. If you are a return listener, what up? Happy you're back. Yeah, uh, but and, and, and no matter what, um, if you have not left us a five-star rating and review, make sure you do that on Apple Podcasts. Yes, uh, please. Baseball money is fake, or just go to sg.pn slash fake baseball. Haven't got one of those in a while. We're going to get hyped up for the playoffs. So let us know what, what you think. 
Yeah, and we we had the ability to see the numbers on the back end, and I will say we got a lot of new listeners lately, so uh, it goes a long, long way to, to helping us out. We appreciate y'all. Um, but yesterday's episode was our waiver wire episode. We're expanding upon that today. Uh, yesterday was just kind of a catch-all waiver wire episode that ended up being pretty catcher-heavy because there's a lot of a fantasy relevant catchers waiver, right now. Ah, there we go. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> For the comedic relief. Uh, today's episode, uh, we want to really focus on infielders. Uh, for me, mainly, I'm leaning towards some middle infielders today because there was some fantasy news today or just baseball injury news in general. Uh, Bo Bichette is back on the injured list. Matt McClain has also gone to the injured list, and Matt McClain's is an oblique. I don't remember what Bichette's is off the top of my head. Uh, McClain's is an oblique, and when there's only about 30 games left in the season. Okay, okay. There's not really enough time for like somebody like a McLean to to make it back from an oblique and be the hitter he was before that. An oblique is a a lingering injury that does wonders when it comes to zapping power from hitters. Uh, so I'm not sure McLean's got any fantasy relevance for this year. But what I'm trying to say is you need some replacements, and if there's ever a place you go find yourself some replacements it's us because we just dive into the numbers all day long and we we have a pretty good track record of of hitting on guys uh so just to jump right into it ryan who's your first infielder that you've kind of got your eye on right now yeah it, it's shocking that i'm going to be the first one to bring a uh, a mariners player up here but jp crawford has been killing it over the past especially over the past four games three multi-hit games including three runs scored in all three of those games that he, he got on base uh two home runs in that span and a double as well there so jp crawford is a uh, former phillies prospect legend there has been just keeping it up atop that order i mean it helps when when you can bat in front of someone like julio rodriguez but mm-hmm. jp crawford's still only rostered in 20 percent of yahoo leagues i think a shortstop is becoming a position again where it's kind of shallower. So I think Crawford will see that uh, roster ship rate go up as long as he keeps us up. As we should. Uh, I know a lot of the world probably doesn't watch Mariners games. I watch a shit ton of Mariners games. JP Crawford might be the most electric player on the Mariners right now. If you just watch him play, uh, he's got Over five. J-Rod? Come on. Yeah. Crazy, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, JP's got five leadoff home runs this year, which is like the second most in Mariners history in a season. And most of them come on the first pitch of his first at bat in the game. And like I was at the game on Saturday, uh, JP hit a double and it might've been J-Rod hit a single and scored him. He wasn't supposed to go home. The the third base coach held him up and he just fucking kept going. Like he, he no longer cares. He is all out trying to win, trying to do everything he can to put the, the Mariners in a position to win. And all that has done is just create more counting stats for JP, which means more, more fantasy relevance, especially with this power that he's got now. I heard some rumors that he worked with Driveline in the offseason to work on lifting the ball more, and wouldn't you know it, we were big Driveline guys coming into the season, and we can sneak that one in there right now. Yeah, I love the JP Crawford choice uh we mentioned him a couple weeks ago i think as somebody to, to keep yeah. an eye on and here he is now 
Yeah, you mentioned him. Uh, what is happening with, with his speed? Because I thought he had some speed. He has one steal on the season. Uh, I think the speed kind of, I think age is getting to him a little bit in injuries, and he's just kind of deciding not to. He's not the oldest player, but he's, he, I don't know. Because the Mariners are pretty free with letting their their base runners go, like if they want to. Kelnick has a green light. J-Rod has a green light. Rojas has a green light. A lot of these guys Maybe do. Kelly's slow. It, he could just be slow too, but I mean, he looks fast as hell on that <laughs> scoring from second base the other day. He was, he was flying. The helmet flew off. The dreads are flying in the wind his, behind him. His sprint speed is in the 38th percentile. So yeah, that 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 shows why he's uh why why he's not um not stealing too much. But as I'm on the baseball on my page, chase rate 96th percentile, whiff rate is up there, walk rates up there. He's he's doing what you want to see as a leadoff hitter, getting on base, scoring runs, getting that power as well. Uh, he entered June hitting 246, or entered July hitting 238. Mm-hmm. He's now up to 268 uh, in that span. 40 games. He has six home runs, hitting 318 with a 959 OPS, uh, 13 doubles, extrapolates out to 53 doubles on the season, 24 home runs, only 57 RBIs on that in a full season, but you know, 126 walks, great batting average. So if this is him finally, like, unlocking his hitting potential this could be huge for the rest of the season yeah it's it's something that not to keep harping on mariners but i fucking love this uh jp did it last year at the beginning of the year if you go back and look uh through i think the end of may he was one of the best hitters in all of baseball and then he he just completely fizzled out for the rest of the year and it left a lot of us mariners fans wondering like what if he could do something like that over the course of a full year or what if he could kind of start slow and end the year playing like he played the beginning of last year. What could his season look like? And this is what it looks like. And it bias aside, he's turning into one of the best leadoff hitters in baseball right now. I mean, he's not Ronald Acuna. He's not Schwarber with all the bombs. But when you talk about just overall all around hitting and on base ability and held even base running ability, he is rounding into one of the best leadoff hitters. And I love to see because I do love the fantasy relevance that comes along with it. Uh, JP was one of those guys. He was a highly touted prospect for you guys, I believe it was. He yeah. was supposed to be really good. He was supposed to have a good hit tool. He's supposed to have a little pop, supposed to have a little speed, supposed to have a little bit of everything. And then he all he really had was defense. Um, and wouldn't you know it, he's kind of putting it all together right now. And I think he should be rostered. I mean, to me right now, he has 10 team relevance uh if you play in like a uh middle infield league an on-base percentage league he's got some 10 team relevance definitely 12 team and deeper though yeah short shortstop has gotten uh gotten pretty shallow out there especially with those injuries but um we are brought to you by DraftKings. college football fans are you ready for week one college DraftKings sportsbook is hooking up with can't miss offer to start the season strong this week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bets in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Got plenty of odds up th- on there, so make sure you check those out. And uh, life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. I got a question in the chat, uh, probably for you here, Blake, uh, from, from Chad. Do you think Jerry Depoto tries to claim Giolito to add another arm to that uh, bonkers rotation? Uh, I don't. I think... Uh, Jedi is going to be more focused on like a Hunter Renfro, Renfro or Randall Gritchick or Reynaldo Lopez over a starter. Uh, it sounds it sounds odd, but we signed Luke Weaver to be like a, a long relief guy. Uh, it's panned out fairly well so far, and I think if we do bump into like a Brian Wu who can't throw any more innings scenario, uh, a Luke Weaver type would likely take over that back end rotation spot rather than going out to get like a a Giolito. It, it sounds weird, but that's kind of how the Mariners operate. They, they're not going to bring in a guy that they got to pay the money that they have to pay for Giolito, even they, if it they is don't just have, paying they don't the rest have, of his year's salary. They don't have to. Yeah, it's, it's not that much money is the thing. It's, it's one month salary. I don't know what it is for Giolito, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Brian Wu, over under 10 innings. He's he's more than halfway there. Went quality start, six shutout mm-hmm. innings, five strikeouts uh, last night against Oakland, so that, that was good to see. Yeah, he did the one thing I said. The the only I said yesterday, the only way he was going to go over that ten innings and two starts was if he could find a way to pitch a gem where he throws like eighty pitches in six innings. And I saw he had like exactly sixty something did. through through like six innings or something. It was yeah, crazy. he uh, he was one hit shy. He threw six innings of three hit ball. He was one hit shy of being like the Mariners' seventh game from a rookie that was. Five plus innings with two or fewer hits, which is it's fucking. It's you're not supposed to be able to do that, like. It, but the Mariners can. And sticking with this Mariners talk, I swear it's not intentional, but I do have to make up for last episode when I didn't talk any Mariners. Um, Josh Rojas is somebody that I have number one on my infield target list right now. Um, he had a good 2021. He had a good 2022, and there was fantasy upside there. He had a very good March and April this year. So there was some fantasy value there as well. And then he sucked after that. He got sent down, went through the ringer, all that. It came to Seattle. Uh, and he's on record saying that when he came to Seattle, he went to uh, Seattle's hitting coaches and told them, here's a couple of things that I like about my swing. You can completely change all of it if you want, but I need to rework everything to make something click for me at the plate. And wouldn't you know it, it's clicked. Since August 11th, he's hitting 367 with five extra base hits, four stolen bases, and he scored 16 runs. He's even driven in 10. Uh, he went over in uh, yesterday's game, I think it was. He went over or Sunday's game, whatever, whenever it was. Uh, but he had hits in like six straight games before that, if I remember correctly. Uh, he played second and third base for fantasy purposes. So he does have the middle and corner infield eligibilities. And he's Rojas is finding a way to contribute in every category. So be mindful of the power. Uh, he's got three home runs for for Seattle since coming over. It's his only three home runs on the year. So he, he's not just all of a sudden like a, a freaking power hitter. But he's got some speed. He can hit doubles. And he's scoring a bunch of runs, even though he's batting at the bottom of the order. And I love Rojas uh, from now till the rest of the year. Yeah, he, he something he went to Seattle, and I don't know if, what they did to fix their swing, but he's he's been decent. He's uh someone I'll definitely target in in twelve team or deeper leagues. You said second base, third base can 
do middle infield or corner infield. So as long as he's keeping this up, which he's he's been doing, I, I think he, he's worth adding. Who you got next on your list, Ryan? Um, someone else I was taking a look at. Someone that was dropped in, in my league that I was shocked that was dropped. But if, if he's out there in your league, CJ Abrams has become one of the like more prolific leadoff hitters. Uh, second base shortstop eligible. He is rostered in 79% of leagues. So I mean, I'm not going to spend too much time on him. But if he's out there, pick him up. Uh, three stolen bases on Monday against Toronto. He's been getting on base. He's been stealing bases. He has some power. And uh, yeah, you mentioned Josh Rojas went 0 for 2 uh, on Sunday, but he scored a run, he got a walk, and he stole a base. So still productive, even uh, going 0 for 2. But but yeah, if if like CJ Abrams is is out there, definitely pick him up. Um, what do you think about Andres Jimenez at, at this point? He, he's someone who you know coming into the season he was a bit a bit higher highly regarded, but now he's only hitting 238 this season. He hasn't really lived up to to the hype. I mean, the Guardians haven't really lived up to what they were supposed to be only hitting 238 with 12 home runs that's right in 297 last year not hitting well recently is he someone that you think could bounce back in september or is he just like you know stay away i personally am probably staying away from jimenez um i mean he's been okay since like the the 10th he's got a couple multi-hit games scott it in there but he's got a lot of offers as well which i don't really like um i'm i'm really mainly staying away from him and as i don't think he can recreate the magic of last year uh, i think this just goes down as a fantasy dud of a of a season for him and i think you could find better options out there uh, i would like to throw out though that i actually had cj abrams as the next name on my <laughs> list also uh, and so- i had a fun stat from the uh fantasy baseball podcast uh twitter feed Shout out that dude. He promoted our uh, our yeah. great feed there. yesterday on Twitter today. Uh, he said uh, CJ Abrams' uh, pace, his last 148 plate appearances, is 23 home runs, 67 stolen bases, 97 runs, and a 750 OPS. That's nuts. My only knock on Abrams coming into the season was the fact that he doesn't really walk. He walked like less than 2% last year. It's only 4% this year. I would love to see that number go up, but Abrams is really fucking good. And yeah, if he's available in your league, he shouldn't be. You should probably mm-hmm. already already be rostered. And if you're listening to this and you're like, wait a minute, I don't I don't think he is rostered in my league. Go pick him up. He is primed to break out. Not even break out. He's just primed to to kill it for the rest of the year. The next person on my list, though, Davis Schneider of the Toronto Blue Jays, he has already been very hot this year. Uh, I know he had that crazy start to the year when he got called up. Uh, playing time was kind of a question mark since then. But with Bobachet going back onto the injury list, I think Schneider is the one who ends up uh, benefiting from that the most. Uh, as of right now, I think my favorite stat is he has a 13.7% chase rate. That is the best chase rate in baseball. Granted, small sample size. Uh, we preach that a lot. Uh, small sample size is kind of are what you make of them. Uh, if you want to just say, yeah, it's a small sample size, doesn't mean much, then it doesn't mean much. If you want to say it's a small sample size, but it's a highly successful small sample size, you can say that as well. I, 
I personally think chase rate is something that you can look at a small sample size and kind of get a feel for, for who the player is because somebody that like a, a Javi Baez who chases pitches that break into the, the dugout, he's never going to have a stretch where he has like a, a 13% chase rate in his career. Uh, Schneider so far this season, he's played in 12 games, but he's already got five home runs, three doubles, 12 RBI, and almost a 15% walk rate. Are you targeting Schneider for the end of the year? Are you as high up on him as I am, or are you kind of pumping the brakes a little bit? Yeah, we, we talked about him a few weeks ago when he had that insane first three games. He went uh, nine for 15 or whatever, nine for 13 with two home runs. He, he's back to that, though. He had home runs in three straight games um, since getting back really into the action over the weekend. He's been had hits in all three games, went six for 10, two home runs, two doubles. Like you said, does not chase too much, and I just realized now he's from uh, he's from South Jersey. He was born in Berlin, went to uh, Eastern High School in Voorhees, which was not too far from where I grew up. So, uh, good good South Jersey boy here. He's got a nice mustache. He's got the uh, he's got the specs on. I'm a fan. I'm a, I am now a fan of David Schneider, five nine, a little <laughs> short short boy, doing his thing. Yeah, I think he's a uh, because second base is also pretty pretty shallow out there. So yeah, I think David Schneider, you know, that, uh, I think. As long as he's going to play in time, and he should with Bichette now on the IL, I think he's he's worth a look. Yeah, I think his his batting average will come down a little. He has a BABIP like over 500 right now, so his batting average will come down a little. But he has legitimate pop, and uh, we've kind of said the same thing with Zach Giloff. Giloff. Um, if you ha- have legitimate pop and it's major league level home run ability, that plays at second base because there's not many guys that do. And all of the ones that do are the very, very top end guys, like a Max Muncy and yeah. Ozzy Albies. Did a you Marcus mention Simeon. his his AAA home run numbers this year? Did, did, or I I did not. Yeah, twenty one in eighty seven games. One home run, pretty much Jesus every every Christ. four games. Hitting two seventy five. So yeah, he's not going to hit two four twenty five. He's not going to have an OPS over one for the whole for the rest of the season. But that home that home run power is is there, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and ran, random thought where my brain goes to. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna go to a break. I was I was gonna say, do you know Schwarber has the like the fifth highest um or the fifth lowest home runs per plate appearance? Oh, I did I did see that. Yes, I did see that. I I thought you were gonna go about the war thing with his defensive thing, and I was gonna go off on on a rant. So um (laughs) yeah, I did see that. It's 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 up there with like it's like what bonds, like Griffey's up there, like Pujols or somebody. McGuire, yeah, like all the yeah, Schwarber, it's Three true out, true outcome player there. Strikeout, walk, or, or uh, home run. But yeah, we are All brought to crazy. you by Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over. Just a few days left. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on Underdog Fantasy. One live snake draft. No waivers. No trades. Set it. Forget it. And Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time with $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Uh, do you have what it takes to win? To win it all. The time is now. Last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th, so visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
And make sure you check out the SGP Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. This week's Patreon Pick'em is all week one college football. Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, someone who we've talked about, Royce Lewis. We talked about him when, when he was back healthy again. We're like, you know what? If he can stay healthy, he has the talent, and he has stayed healthy, and he, and he has shown that talent, uh, hitting 298 in 12 games, four home runs, including back-to-back games with a grand slam um, on Sunday and Monday. Uh, one stolen base in there, so showing off a little bit, little bit of speed, OPS over one, three doubles. Uh, are you still out on Royce Lewis, or do you think he might be viable if he can stay healthy for the fantasy baseball playoffs? I will eat a little bit of crow. I think uh, I have been pretty steadfast on the fact that I think he is a better real-life baseball player than fantasy baseball player. I still think that... But I do think he has more fantasy viability than I was willing to give him previously. I'm, none of his numbers still jump off the page to me. I mean, he has a 317 average, but he has a 246 expected batting average. Uh, he's slugging 521. He's got a 406 expected slugging. He's got a barrel rate under 10%. Average exit velocity is only 88%. Hard hit rates only 35%. And he's still pretty ground ball dominant at 40% ground ball rate. He doesn't have that insane speed that a lot of people like thought he would have or hoped he would have. So I, I don't, I think he's going to hit you an okay amount of dingers for the rest of the year, as long as he doesn't get hurt. Cause he seems to be made of glass, but if he's healthy, I think there, he is a good fantasy option for the rest of the year, but you have to just pray that nobody breathes on him the wrong way. <laughs> And he misses more time. Yeah, he hit second last night, hitting sixth tonight, hit fifth before. So he'll move up and down that, that Twins lineup a little bit. But yeah, he's he's been producing and third base shortstop eligible. I, I mean, shortstop is a shallower position, as we talked about. So I think if he's still available, rostered in 49% of Yahoo leagues, I think he's probably probably worth a look over some of these other guys. Uh, somebody else that I think is worth a look. Uh, it's actually somebody that I don't think we've ever talked about on the show, at least not as of late, Garrett Cooper, uh, Cooper. traded from Miami to the San Diego Padres, switching over to a first baseman. Um, he doesn't have a ton of pop, but I mean, since he got traded to the Padres, he's playing essentially every day. He's batting seventh and eighth in the lineup, which kind of sucks, but uh, he's got multi-hit games in four of his last five. Uh, he's batting 327 with the Padres with a, a strikeout rate under 25%. Scored six runs, five extra base hits. Uh, he screams points league guy to me. Or I guess category league if you're in like a, an on-base percentage league. I think that could play well because uh, he's got a 400 on-base percentage since moving over to San Diego. So that could play well in a category league. But he screams more of a points league guy to me. Uh, somebody getting on base, not striking out a ton. Walk rate. Almost ten percent. So uh, he's only rostered in two percent of ESPN leagues, which means he's probably like ten percent rostered on Yahoo. So uh, there's some viability there. That is a strong lineup, even though the Padres do suck. Uh, like 
win loss record wise, they still got much out of they still got Tatis, they still got Juan Soto, they still have good guys hitting in that lineup somewhere around him. So if you're struggling for uh, like a corner outfield spot or first base, I think Garrett Cooper has some some real fantasy relevance from now till the end of the year. Yeah, I think he. It's just what we talk about with with Shanuel from from the Angels. He doesn't have the pop you want to see out of out of a first baseman. He is he is getting on base three twenty seven on base percentage of a four hundred. But yeah, in in deeper leagues, I think he's probably worth a look. But some other other first baseman, I, I'm just looking right now. Uh, Brendan Belt's been good over the past uh, past two weeks, thirty mm-hmm. days here up in Toronto. Uh, I'm trying to find some lower roster guys. Nolan Jones, uh, I think would I would definitely take over. Cooper, but Jones is rostered in 40% of leagues. Cooper rostered in two. Um, Carlos Santana has been decent. He's been uh, hurt ankle sprain past few days, though, so maybe not. Uh, Wilmer Flores is still a good option. First base, second base, third base eligible. DJ LeMahieu, he's been picking it up recently. The Yankees, I know, kind of a laughing stock right now, but do you would you trust DJ LeMahieu in, in a 12-team league if you needed, like, I mean, he has first base, second base, third base. He has that tri-position eligibility, but like, do you trust him at this point? Only in a points league. I've been saying that a lot lately, but only in a points league right now would I would I trust LeMahieu. I have a hard time trusting anybody not named Judge from that team. I mean, even uh, Judge and Garrett Cole. I'll give Garrett Cole some credit. Mm-hmm. And I do really like Anthony Volpe, even though the batting average isn't great. I do like what Anthony Volpe is doing. Everybody gives him a lot of shit, but he's about to have a 2020 season as a rookie, which is not easy to do. So, yeah, I, I'm out on LeMahieu unless it's like a deep points league and you're really just looking for a, like a solid, consistent option for the rest of the year because he's never going to blow you away. He's never going to have that crazy game that's like, oh, oh, shit, DJ LeMahieu just hit three home runs, like five for five with three home runs. That's not going to happen. He's going to be more like a, a one for four with no strikeouts and scores a run type of player. So if that's what you're looking for, uh, I know we talked about lottery tickets, lottery ticket type players on the last episode. He's kind of the complete opposite of that. He's just consistent. So if you're if you're in a a place where consistent gets you to the playoffs, look at like a DJ LeMahieu. I like that. Yeah, somebody that uh, I want to get your. All right, go ahead. Oh yeah, I got somebody uh, for first base wise that I want to get your input on, Mark Canna. Uh, since uh, August 13th, f- four extra base hits, 10 RBI, hitting 317 with a Babbitt at 314. He's hitting better than his Babbitt. Uh, but he's got a 10.5% walk rate and a 10.5% strikeout rate, uh, which screams points league to me. But do you think he has some viability in more leagues than that moving forward? I think he's in Milwaukee now. Uh, yeah, he is in Milwaukee now. I, I, I don't think think so uh he's hitting third tonight he usually hits sixth or fifth at second also hit fourth as well so you guys i guess he's moving around that lineup depending on on who's hot the brewers right now are just hot as a team i think they've won like mm-hmm. nine or ten in a row uh can eight percent roster i think that's probably about where it should be maybe it should be closer to 15 or 20 but first base and outfield eligible does help him a little bit maybe in like Deep 12-team leagues or 15-team leagues, 16-team leagues, maybe look at him. But I, I'm not not loving him right now. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of 
on the fence about him. He just screams points league to me or like a, a fill in in a pinch if you're in like a real mm-hmm. deep league and you can't really figure out. His barrel rate's low in that time frame. It's like 3%, which sucks. His hard hit rate's like 40%, which isn't great. But he's finding a way to at least get on base and not strike out. He's got an 87% zone contact rate in that time frame. So he's got a good eye for the ball right now, which does tend to play well in a fantasy format. When you have a guy that is seeing the ball well, then make good contact, and good contact usually results in good fantasy value. So... Ken again is not going to blow you away, but he's got a little bit of pop. Two home runs in that in that frame, but yeah, I I, I like Canna if you really really need something. God, yeah, damn, and, and looking at looking at the at the first baseman like just who've been good over the past fourteen days, thirty days, um, under rostered uh, Tristan Casas of of the Boston mm-hmm. Red Sox. He's been you know great in the second half. We talked about him a few weeks ago. Second half, he has 12 home runs in 34 games as opposed to nine home runs in double the amount of games, 68 games in the first half, hitting 320 as opposed to 225 in the first half, hitting OPS of 1.07 opposed to 728. So he's killing the ball here in the second half. Red Sox are still kind of hanging on a little bit in, in the playoff race there, though. So he's a piece of their future. I mean, it's going to be Devers locked up for them. Tristan Casas is one of their big next prospects. So I think he's going to you know, continue to get better as the season moves along. Yeah. And speaking of the Red Sox, uh, that's like, I think we can mention sometimes the guys that are kind of teetering on that waiver wire available yeah, yeah. line. I think anything under 60%, you could make a case where they're, they're still available enough to be uh, relevant. Uh, somebody that I wanted to just mention real quick that we talked about yesterday that played uh sedan rafaela he went one for one yesterday he he got in as a pinch hitter he went one for one i wanted to see him steal a base but he didn't do it but he swung at the first pitch he saw and hit a nice little bloop single in the right field Uh, there's a lot of upside there man i i'm getting more excited the more i think about him playing every day so that's the thing. He's not going to. He's not going to play but... every day. He, he hasn't. He didn't start last night. He's not starting tonight. Maybe they'll give him the 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 Wednesday afternoon start. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. before before the off day, maybe he'll not. Yeah, before the off day, maybe he'll get a start there. Give give Duval a rest or give someone a rest and and DH Duval. But yeah, I, I I I mean, I still have him. I still have him in my my twelve team league and my eight team keeper. I'm not going to cut bait yet, but I do want to see him starting more and. Hopefully it's not just like a, a temporary call up, but uh, but as as we said yesterday, like he's such a t- a good prospect that you shouldn't call him up just for a few games. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, I saw the news earlier that Jaron Duran is going to have season ending surgery on his toe or whatever it is. Um, and they were getting Duran in the lineup every single day, even with the current structure of the lineup they have right now. Duran was Duvall getting every was out day at bats. Duvall was out for a bit though. I think Duvall's been back for he has been he's back. been back for he has, he hasn't quite been a bit good, of time. I guess he hasn't been this good. Yeah, and Duran was still was still getting consistent at bats. So I'm wondering if they can just use Rafaela in kind of the same type of way and just find a way to get him out there every game. Especially, I mean, he swung at the first pitch he saw for a single. Uh, it's a yeah. single, sure, but I mean, Julio went hitless in like his first five at bats last year. So that where there's a will, there's a way. 
but what in the world? There we go. <laughs> My mic doesn't kill me before I get this out. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening and all of you that have come to hang out in the live stream. We love to see you guys here and we love to see you guys checking out the podcast on the podcast feeds. Uh, we are on any podcast feed that you like to listen to podcasts on. I think we're up to like 30 now. Uh, so if you are listening, if you could hit that like and follow button and turn on auto downloads, that goes a long way towards helping us out. And it ensures you getting uh, our episodes as soon as they get dropped. You automatically have it up, ready to go, loaded, ready to rock for your, your drive to work, your workout, wherever you listen to our sweet, sweet voices. And also make sure you follow us on our socials. We are literally everywhere. Uh, you can look us up on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, what other one has the same? TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, at Fake Baseball Money. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Baseball Money is Fake. We are live there right now. Shout out to all of you that are watching us on Facebook. And you can follow me on Twitter at Balake. B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. And you can follow me on Twitter at R Gilbert S-O-P. And we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.